female folk singer is dead after she was attacked by a pair of coyotes. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what's going on. He ripped her face off! We actually have a trainer in the water with one of our whales. If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt, I may be killed. Baby Azaria Chamberlain was taken by a dingo back in 1980. Just, um, I just got home uh, from a trip to Sydney, and uh, I, I while I was there, uh, someone messaged me on the Man Eaters Instagram. Um, let me pull that up for you because it was a good, it was a nice little chat. Brayson, who I've spoken to numerous times in the past, a day one fan, a real beast of the broadcast, sent me a video. I'd already seen this video before, but it reminded me that I wanted to talk about it. There's this great video um, of a mountain lion encounter in northern Arizona where um, I, I, I didn't look into the story. There's these guys and they're just kind of like, I think they're like hiking through the mountains. I don't know if they're like scientists or, or, or what they're doing, if they're hunters or what's going on, but they're basically climbing through this ravine and a fucking mountain lion just emerges. And like anyone who has a pet cat will, will relate to this feeling of like the cat skittering about when it gets panicked. Like if you scare the cat, it fucking freaks out and sk- you know those videos where you put a cucumber behind the 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 kitty cat and it just bounces around and <laughs> bounces around the room and leaves, or like when they get um you know when a cat like is fucking around near a bathtub and or a sink and it falls in and it's just fucking <laughs> it bounces around trying to climb out. That's pretty much what this mountain lion is doing. Um, in this video, it's just. <laughs> I'm watching it again. It's so good. It just jumps out of this cave like. Or, or crevasse or whatever, and just <laughs> bounces around this little ravine. Um, one of the guys has a gun. I don't like a little pistol. I don't know if he's like a you know a, a, maybe he could be like a wildlife ranger. I'm not sure. Um, I'd seen the I'd seen the video before. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> the guy looks like he's ready to start blasting. Um, Brayson says he lives in um, Oregon. He's from Oregon. Uh, but he lives in Flagstaff, and um, that's 7,000 feet elevation. There's snow in the video. I, I didn't realize it could snow in Arizona. I thought when I picture Arizona, all I picture is deserts and crystal meth and iced tea. Hey, anybody, welcome back, everybody, to Man Eaters, the only true crime podcast on the entire internet where all the killers are real animals, whether it's biting, scratchings, maulings, or clawings. We're here to talk about it, and we are back today with some brand new animal content. That's right, we took a bit of a deviation for the last two weeks. We talked about human cannibalism. Thank you for the great response that everybody had to that series. I had a great time doing it, but I'll tell you what, I have missed, you know, the OG stuff. I have missed the animal stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're back, and we're going to talk about some um, some stuff. I did get a request uh, from another person from uh, Sweden, Privyat, I think that's how you'd say his name, Privyat. Or maybe it's just private. Uh, I don't know. Um, private Privyat, whoever it is, said that uh, his last wish um, is to have a croc episode, like the dogs and the bears, where I pull up all the attacks. Um, I got panicked for a second because he was like, "It's my last wish," and I'm like, "Are you are you okay? Are you gonna die? Like, what's going on?" But then he says, "Sorry for my bad English, uh, but much much love from Sweden." Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much good English, although I was scared that you might be going away, but I'm glad you're not. So, my, your wish is my command. I had a few other ideas for episodes, which I might, you know, we might do in the next few uh, weeks, but uh, I thought it's, it's been a while since we've done a list episode, so I, I just thought, let's do that. Now, the, I couldn't find a list of um, crocodile attacks that specified um, countries, and I think the reason is that, like, so many people are killed by crocodile each year. It would be, it would be an exhaustive list. Um, so I'm, I'm doing, uh, the next best thing. I found a list called the list of fatal alligator attacks in the United States. Um, we've done bears in the United States, or in, um, North America, actually, just to be a bit more, um, a bit more, uh, accurate. We've done dogs in the United States. We've done sharks in, I think, South Africa, and I don't know if we've done, we did snakes in Australia and America as well. So this is a similar list. You guys know the drill. I've got a list here of every fatal alligator attack in the US in recorded history. Um, and we're just going to go through it. Now, I think I'm going to be able to knock this one over in one episode, but it could be a two-parter, but it's not as long as some of the other lists. So let's, let's see what we can do. Um, 
Yeah, like I said, it's the list of fatal alligator attacks in the United States. This is from a suggestion from Privyat uh, from Sweden. So thank you so much for your suggestion. And just really quickly, I'm always open to suggestions. If you uh, have an episode you think would be good, you'd like to learn a bit more about a specific thing, you can absolutely do that um, by heading to the Instagram at manitispodcast uh, and just sending me a uh, little, little, little DM. I love it. It's very nice of you. Um, all right. Shall we just jump into it? Shall we just jump into the alligator stuff? I don't know what the title of this episode will be. Uh, see you later, alligator. <laughs> let's let's do the list first because it might be like there might be some really sad ones and we can't call it something too funny. All right. Let's do it. This is the list of fatal alligator attacks in the United States. Strap in, fuckles. Okay, so as always, we're going to start from uh, the beginning of recorded history and work our way to today. Um, Now, the list begins in the pre-1900s, and the first death occurred in 1685. His name, and I I hope I pronounced this correct, is Doomsnill. He was a male. Um, Now, Doomsnill was a slave, a slave of a person named René Robert Cavalier. Well, that's a long name. Sous de la Salle. Was that, that's the whole name? Oh my god, he, he was a French explorer and fur trader. His whole name is René Robert Cavalier, comma, Sue de la Salle. Um, this slave, Doomsnill, uh, was killed while swimming across the Colorado River in Texas. I guess the Colorado River is... Uh, I thought the Colorado River was in Colorado. Maybe there's two... Maybe Texas has a Colorado River as well. Texas is one of those states where they have, like, a Rome and like a Paris and a Miami, like they just name, it's, it's a wrong named place state. Anyway, um, yeah, that was the first death in recorded American history. The next one occurred in the next century, actually in 1734 on August 10th. This person's name was Jacques Dubois. He was a male uh, and he was a blacksmith at Fort St. <laughs> Jean Baptiste near what is now known as, oh God, how do I say this? Uh, Natch, Uh, (laughs) I can't say it's in Louisiana Uh, and this blacksmith was found dead on the banks of the Cane River and a coroner's inquest concluded that he was killed by an alligator Um, the next death was Gray B. King uh, who was a man Um, this person died in either April or June of 1836 this person was a settler from Nashville traveling with his family and slaves Oh, wait. He was traveling with his family and slaves. I hate this. Uh, sorry, America. But your history is fucked. Uh, he had slaves. Okay. A settler from Nashville traveling with his family and slaves was seized and pulled under by an alligator after jumping into the river to push free a ferry which had run aground. Sources describe the location as Double Bay, just below Anahuac, Buffalo Bayou, or the Trinity River in Texas. Uh-huh. And the last one uh, pre-1900 was Delano Wood. He was a male. He died in August of 1899. Uh, he was a 16-year-old who was attacked by an alligator while swimming in a creek near Jacksonville in Florida. He managed to swim out of the creek, but he died on the shore. Um, I thought like I would also mention like all of these uh, attacks occur in the south, uh, which is where alligators are from. <laughs> Uh, alligators, I actually, let me have a, let me have a look because American alligators, I originally thought they were only in Florida and in the state of Florida, that is where most of the deaths and attacks have occurred. They began keeping their records in 1948, but I like, I was curious, the American alligator, like I thought it was just in Florida, but then my friend Alex, who I believe is from South Carolina or North Carolina, she said that, uh, that they have alligators in their state. Um, and it's not just, it's not just, uh, It's not just Florida, but it's like Louisiana, a lot of those like southern states on the kind of eastern coast. Um, But yeah, like I, I'm looking at a map. Yeah, it's quite a large um, range that these animals live in. They, the species, oh, (laughs) the species is the official state reptile of three states, Florida, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Um, Is there anywhere I can find that it lives? Southeastern United States. Doesn't really tell me what states this clues. And it also this this animal is also um, endemic to northeastern Mexico as well. Um, it is one of two extant species in the genus Alligator, 
and is larger than the only other living alligator species, the Chinese alligator. We've talked about the Chinese alligator in the past before, actually. It's smaller, um, but the trade-off is that it has an armored belly, which the uh, which the American alligator does not. Um, yeah, do we have a do we have a habitat? Hmm. A lone. <laughs> They inhabit swamps, streams, rivers, ponds, and lakes. A lone American alligator was spotted over 10 years living in a river north of Atlanta in Georgia. Females and juveniles are also found in Carolina bays and other seasonal wetlands. While they prefer fresh water, American alligators may sometimes wander into brackish water, but are less tolerant to salt water than American crocodiles, as the salt glands in their tongues do not function. Interesting. I don't know if this is relevant, but it's interesting. All right, well... I'm assuming that you guys know what an alligator is. We don't need to get into the, you know, the bi- the biology of it. But let's let's move on to our list. Okay, so um, the next death occurs, well, the next death recorded occurs in the 1950s. So like I said, the state that uh, most alligator attacks happen in is Florida. And they've only really begun uh, keeping a record of these attacks in 1948, which seems late. Like, 1948 is not that long ago. The war- World War II was over by then. Um yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a smaller list than we've been used to. So in the 1950s, uh, the only person who died or that was re- recorded was a little boy who was nine years old named Alan Rice, and he died in June of 1957. Uh, Alan had been, uh, he'd been missing for several days from his Ugali, Florida home, uh, where his body was discovered by the Civil Air Patrol on the banks of Horse Creek, and parts of his body were found inside an alligator, which was destroyed by authorities. We don't have any other deaths recorded until the 70s. We have three deaths in the 70s, um, and they are Philip Rastrali, George Leonard, and Sharon Holmes. Sharon Holmes was the first. She was a 16-year-old girl. Um, She died August 16th, 1973. Sharon Holmes was killed while swimming at the Oscar Shearer State Park in Sarasota County in Florida by a 11 foot three inch alligator which is 3.4 meters uh for the rest of the world that's quite a large alligator um those of us living in australia and i guess africa as well and potentially are you know other places in south asia uh that might seem small compared to our saltwater crocodiles which can grow i believe up to like seven meters long um but a 3.4 meter alligator is still a pretty monstrous creature to come up against so yeah um that was sharon holmes george leonard died uh, a few years later, September 28th in 1977, at the age of 52, uh, George Leonard was killed while swimming in the Peace River Canal in Charlotte County in Florida. And the third and final death that occurred in the 70s also occurred in Florida. His name was Philip Rastrali. He was 14 years old, and he died on September 10th, 1978. Philip was killed while swimming across the Hidden River Canal off Bessie Creek in Martin County in Florida. Moving up to the 1980s, only one more death uh, than the 70s. We have four people who died. The first name was Robert Crespo, who was 11. Um, one of the you know themes that we're seeing is that it happens to be young children quite often a lot. Um, that's probably because like alligators are um, you know well a 3.4 meter alligator or a 3.8 meter uh, alligator that's nothing to sniff at, but they're not they're not that big. I, like. A seven meter crocodile could take down any any size human easily. You're gone. But like an alligator, I've seen videos of alligators. They're not like I don't want to understate how dangerous an alligator could be. Don't go get in a fight with an alligator. But like a small alligator, like I think I think I could probably survive the attack. You know, you just got to make sure it doesn't get you in a death roll. It doesn't rip your arm off or something like that. And if you're in the water, that's when you run into trouble. It it can drown you. Um, I think when we run into trouble is where we have. You know, like Robert, an 11-year-old boy, or you know, a teenager, or a small child. That that's when these alligators really um, pack a punch when they're much bigger than the victims that they're taking. So Robert Crespo, he died um, at 11 years uh, on August 6th, 1984. He was killed by a 12-foot 4-inch, which is 3.8 meters. Uh, he was killed by a 3.8-meter alligator while swimming in a canal in St. Lucie County in Florida. The next death was in Florida also. May 4th, 1985 was the date that Paul Mirabito, who was 27 years old, died. He was killed while diving and harassing small alligators in a canal near West Palm Beach in Florida. Mmm. I was in... I wonder, um... (laughs) 
He was harassing small alligators, which is not something you should do. I wonder if a bigger alligator came and came and killed him, or if he was killed by a bunch of the smaller ones. There's no extra details here, unfortunately. Yeah, um, unless there is. Let's. Sometimes I can find a link. Um, let's let's see. Historic alligator bites on humans in Florida. There is an article here that was archived from 2008. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is a good resource. So it has a um, a chart here. This is Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission historic alligator bites on humans in Florida. This is last updated in December of 2007. Um, but it has a, a chart basically that uh, includes unprovoked bites from alligators on humans and provoked bites uh, in the year. So in 2007, for example, there were six major unprovoked bites. One of them was fatal and seven of them were minor. Um for a total of 13 unprovoked bites. There was five provoked bites, uh, 18 uh, bites in total, including unprovoked and provoked bites. It's interesting. Um, yeah, here, uh, uh, this is where a lot of the information we've got, so we've already read. Um, Paul Mabito. He, was that, what was that who we were just talking about? Yeah. Paul Mirabito, 27, disappeared while diving and harassing small alligators in the Wellington C-27 Canal near West Palm Beach on May 4th, 1985. His body was recovered two days later with severe injuries to his neck and puncture wounds on his arms. The medical examiner concluded that the cause of death was drowning, but noted evidence of bleeding around the wounds, indicating bites occurred prior to drowning. There you go. This is interesting. Um, uh... I need to go back to the original um, article, the original list I've been using. Um, but this 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 list here, this actually might be a little bit more um, more useful. Yeah, let's just see how much they link up. So the next person we were going to talk about uh, that was yeah Paul Mirabito, uh, George Cummings was the next one. George Cummings III, actually, I should say. He died when he was 28 years old on July 13th, 1987. He was killed while snorkeling in the Wakalula Springs State Park in Wakula, I think it is, uh, County, Florida, by an 11-foot alligator. Um, yep, there's a... Uh, I think I'm going to switch over to this list because this one has um a little bit more... Uh, yeah, wow, a little bit more detail. It just says that the alligator was an 11-foot healthy male. Um, Erin Glover was the last person who died in the 80s. Uh, she was killed while walking along the shore of Hidden Lake in Charlotte County, Florida. She died on June 4th, 1988. She was four years old at the time. Erin um, Glover, yep, was seized and killed by a crocodile while walking along the shore. Um, the alligator was a 10-foot, 7-inch ma uh, male. She died at uh, 7... Uh, sorry, 6.10 p.m. Yeah, wow. I believe it looks to me like all of these deaths are basically based off this list, so I think I'm going to swap over to it um, until there's no more. Until we at least get to 2007, because that's when the last update to this list was, uh, was made. So let's talk now. We're going into the 1990s, I believe, and the first person I'm going to talk about is a Mr. Bradley Weedler, uh, Weidenhammer, I would say it is, probably Weidenhammer, Weidenhammer, um, unfortunately a 10-year-old male, uh, he was killed while wading into the Loxahatchee uh, River at Jonathan Dixon State Park in Martin County on June 19th, 1993, it's the year I was born, the alligator was an 11 foot 4 male, Grace Eberhardt was 70 years old when she died and she was a female, she was killed at Lake Serenity, bad name for a place to die, uh, killed at Lake Serenity in Sumter County on October 3rd, 1993. That's uh, 27 days before I was born. Wow. The circumstances surrounding her death are unknown, but she died of a broken neck caused by an alligator bite to the throat and head. Several alligators may have been involved in the incident. The largest measured nine, uh, nine feet, seven inches long. Adam Binford, was a three-year-old male, and he was killed at Lake Ashby in Volu uh, Volusia County on March 21st, 1997. The child strayed outside the roped-off swimming area in a county park to pick some lily pads when an 11-foot alligator attacked him. That's really sad. Splashing dogs in the area may have attracted the alligator. 
His body was recovered the next day, about a mile from the site of the incident. Yikes, that one's, yeah, that one's really depressing, that one, okay. Um, Samuel uh, Wetmore, we're going from young to old here, Samuel Wetmore was 70 years old uh, when he died. He was killed in a pond near his residence in Venice in Sarasota County. He was found on May 4th, 2001, and the county medical examiner determined that he died from multiple trauma and blood loss. An eight foot four alligator was removed and destroyed. Um, Yet we're now into the 2000s, by the way. Alexandra Murphy was two years old. I believe that makes her the youngest person on the list so far. Um, Alexandra Murphy was killed at Lake Cannon in Polk County on June 23rd, 2001. She wandered 700 feet from her fenced backyard, where she'd been playing when last seen by her mother. A six foot six alligator was removed and destroyed. Robert Steele, 82 years old, was killed near his house on Rabbit Road in Sanibel on September 11th, 2001. There you go. I was wondering if that was going to happen. Yeah. Crazy that that was not the weirdest thing, or not the weirdest, that was not the worst thing to happen to America that day. Um, Steele was uh, walking his terrier on a narrow path that ran between two wetland areas close to J.N. Ding, Ding in quotation marks, Darling National Wildlife Refuge, when a 10-foot-9 alligator seized uh, seized him and dragged him into the water, severing his leg. FWC officers destroyed the alligator. Another 6-foot alligator was also removed. Um, (laughs) Brian Griffin... Brian? Brian Griffin... uh, That was a Stewie impression, but you get it. Brian Griffin, 12 years old, male, was killed while swimming near a boat ramp in the Dead River. Uh, Yep, that is an appropriate name. Not like the, uh, what was the other one? Lake Serenity? In Dead River uh, in Lake County on June 18th, 2003. The male alligator that attacked and drowned Griffin was 10 foot 4 inches long and uh, weighed 339 pounds. That alligator and several other large alligators were captured and then destroyed. Um, one thing you might be noticing is that like, as we go through, um, the, the longer this list goes on, the more common uh, reports are closer to the modern day. Um, that's just because we've gotten better at reporting things. It's also because the internet exists and you can um, you know, cross-reference lists and, and make a you know, kind of like a master list. Like this database is great. Um, but it ends in 2008. But I suspect as we go closer to 2024, we're going to have more and more um, alligator attacks reported. Um, Jane Melsky, oh, sorry, Mel, Melsek, Melsek, uh, Janie Melsek, 54, was seized by an alligator while landscaping near a pond along Poinciana Circle in Sanibel on July 21st, 2004. Melsek survived the attack but died later of an infection related to the wounds. The alligator that attacked Melsick was a 12 foot 3 male, which was removed and destroyed. That might be one of the first uh, instances we've had on the list so far of a person surviving the initial attack and dying later. There was one very early on as well, but. Michelle Reeves was 20 years old when she died. She was killed while swimming after midnight in a retention pond at the Lee Memorial Health Park in Lee County on September 26, 2004. Reeves was visiting the area during a college break. The 7 foot 11 inch male alligator that attacked her was removed and destroyed. And uh, we're getting to the end of this list. Um, Donald Ray Owen, 56 years old, was found dead in six six pound pond near Lakeland in Polk County with multiple alligator bites and the left arm amputated beneath the elbow. The medical examiner determined that the victim was bitten prior to dying on March 11th, 2005. Circumstances of the incident are uncertain because there were no witnesses. The 9 foot 8 inch male alligator responsible for the attack was caught and destroyed. And we're on to the final four, uh, five sorry, entries on this list that of course ends in 2008. Um, yeah, let's keep reading. Kevin Murray, 41 years old. Uh, was killed while swimming in a canal in Port Charlotte on July 15th, 2005. A 12-foot-2 male alligator that attacked him was removed and destroyed. 
this next person's name was Yavoy Suarez Jimenez. Uh, and she was a female. She died at the age of 28. She was killed by an alligator at the North New River Canal in Sunrise on May 10th, 2006. Circumstances of the attack are unknown because no eyewitnesses were present. The nine foot six male alligator that attacked her was caught and destroyed. Judy Cooper is the third last person on this list. Uh, she died at 42 years of age. She was killed by an alligator in a canal in the East Lake Woodland subdivision in Oldsmar on May 13th, 2006. Circumstances of the attack were unknown because of no witnesses. The eight foot four female alligator responsible for the attack was caught and destroyed. Uh, the second last person here named Anne-Marie Campbell. She was uh, 23 years old and she was a female and she was seized and drowned by an alligator at the Juniper Run in the Ocala National Forest on May 14, 2006 while snorkeling. Campbell had separated from others in her party and was alone when the attack occurred. Companions found her in the jaws of the alligator less than 30 minutes after the attack was after the attack and forced the alligator to release her by assaulting its head. The 11 foot 5 male alligator was captured 4 days later and destroyed. And finally on this list, um uh, just is it Justo or Gusto? I'm gonna say Justo. Justo Anto Antonio Padron, 36 years old, was attacked and killed by an alligator as he was swimming across a pond at Miss uh um Miku, Misuki, Misuki, Misuki Indian Reservation in West Miami. Eyewitnesses watched as Padron disappeared under the water while trying to elude police. His body was later removed at the bottom of the pond by divers. Two alligators, a nine foot four one and a seven foot six one, were removed from the pond. The larger of which was believed to have been responsible for the attack. Now, this is just a list of Florida fish and wildlife, um, historic alligator bites, and humans. I'm going to go back to the original list and just see if there's any that we were missing. Like, because, like I said, most of these were in Florida, but any that weren't in Florida would not have been on that list. So I'm just going to really quickly go through. And they all seem to be, like, you know, pretty much, yeah, all, all from Florida. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Well, that, yeah, we didn't miss any, thankfully. But we are, we do have the 2010s now and the 2020s. So there's about 10 more people that have died. Um, like I said, that other list there, that database, that really great resource from Florida Fish and Wildlife, um, that stopped in 2008. That was the last update. Yeah, Justo Padron, a man fleeing police jumping into a retention pond, uh, was killed by alligators. Yeah. Oh, there is one that we missed, actually. I'm so sorry. There there was one in 2007. Uh, Gwen Williams, who's 83, a Canadian woman who had been house-sitting for her daughter at the landings on Skid, uh, Skidaway Island, east of Savannah in Georgia, was spotted floating in a lagoon 500 feet behind her daughter's house. Autopsies results and an acrostic of the animal established that she had been attacked and killed by an eight-foot-long alligator. There you go. Let's jump into the 2010s now, gang. 2015 was the date that the first, uh, the year that the first attack happened. Uh, Tommy Woodward, who was 28 years old, died on July 4th, 2015, by an attack from a 11-foot alligator that appeared at Burkhart's Marina in Orange, Texas. Bystanders were told to stay out of the water. Tommy Woodward mocked the alligator and jumped into the water in close proximity to the alligator and was immediately pulled underwater. His body was later found with severe trauma to the chest. This was the first recorded fatal alligator attack in Texas since 1836. There you go. Actually, you know, that brings up a good point. Um, Two-Toed Tom. We did a whole episode on Two-Toed Tom, which was a alligator much before 2010, and that hasn't been mentioned yet. So maybe let's just do a little command F and just see where Two-Toed two Tom, does he come in? No. No, Two-Toed Tom is not on this list, so I don't know. Maybe this isn't a super uh, reliable list, but it's what we have, so let's keep going. Um, Tommy died because he was an idiot. Sorry, not to mock the dead, but that was that was dumb. James Oak, uh, Oakhurst 
Oakhurst, uh, 62 years old, died on October 19th, 2015. Oakhurst was killed while swimming slash snorkeling by a 12-foot-long alligator at Blue Spring State, Sp- State Park near Orange City in Florida. The final cause of death was determined by the Volusia uh, County Medical Examiner's Office in consultation with a forensic ontologist wow, from a neighboring county who specialized in animal bites. The next person who died was Matt Riggins, or Matthew Riggins, uh, 22 years old. He died on or about November 13th, 2015. A police dive team found the victim's body in a pond near Myco in Florida, Barefoot Bay, uh, Barefoot Bay community in Brevard County 10 days after he was reported missing. Riggins, who had been burglarizing homes in the area, was attacked and partially eaten by a 3.4 meter alligator. Wow. It's... It's a heavy price to pay. Hope you got some good stuff. Uh, The next death was Richard Zachary Taylor, who died on or about June 5th, 2016. He was 72 when he died. Police recovered Taylor's body after a report of an alligator with a body in its mouth near Lake Hunter in Lakeland, Florida. A trapper responded a short time later and eventually caught the alligator. Detectives do not know whether Taylor drowned or was killed by the reptile. His body was decomposed, indicating that he'd been in the water for a couple of days or longer. Remains found inside the alligator during a a necropsy were a a match to Taylor. You guys know I struggle with that word, necropsy. I just wish we could say autopsy, but for animal. That's what it is. (laughs) I might just say that from now on. It's so embarrassing. This is like my whole job here is to talk about this kind of stuff and I can't say necropsy. It's like me not being able to pronounce, pronounce elephant. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so Lana Graves, uh, oh, sorry, Lane Graves was two years old when he died on uh, June 14th, 2016. Uh, an alligator, four to seven feet long, dragged the victim underwater in the Seven Seas Lagoon. Oh, we've talked about this before. At about 9 p.m. on June 14th, 2016, at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, just outside of Orlando, Florida. His parents tried to rescue him. The father was attacked by a second alligator. The victim's body was found nearby the next day, intact and apparently drowned. Um, yeah, we've talked about this story before, or at least a story very similar to it. Um, it was one of the it's one of the few deaths from alligators, but it's not the only one um, in Disney's resorts. I believe they uh, they removed like up to from memory, I think they removed like a couple hundred um, alligators from their parks. Yeah, they didn't destroy any. They just moved them out of out of the parks. It is kind of crazy. I say this a lot. Americans give Australia a lot of shit. Like I've seen a lot of um, memes floating around on TikTok about like, you know, people saying, oh, we've got to save the Australian wildlife. And then they say, this is the Australian wildlife. And they show a picture of like some disgusting monster or, or a Pokemon or something like that. But Man, Americans, you guys live with actual dinosaurs in your, in your backyard. Like, we have saltwater crocodiles in Australia, but they're, they're up north. Not not a ton of people live up there. Um, the majority of people live in New South Wales and Victoria, and, you know, the southeastern states. Um, we don't have those down here. But, um, yeah, Jesus, we don't have anything that dangerous. We have some snakes and some spiders, but you guys have bears and mountain lions jumping out of ravines and alligators eating you. So maybe you guys are the ones who should be a little bit like, more, I don't know, not ashamed, but aware of the dangerous animals that you have in your backyards. Yeah. Anyway, Bonnie Walker, <laughs> anyway, Bonnie Walker is uh, age 90, died on July 20, 29th, 2016. Walker's body was found in a retention pod near Brookdale Senior Living Center in Charleston, South Carolina. According to coroners, she died from multiple sharp and blunt force injuries that are consistent with those inflicted by an alligator. Two more people died in the 2010s. Uh, Shizuka Matsuki, who was 47 years old, she died on June 8th, 2018. She was dragged to her death and dismembered while walking her dogs at the Silver Lake Rotary Nature Park in Davie, Florida. And the final person to die in the 2010s was Cassandra Klein at age 45. She died on August 20th, 2018. She was dragged to her death uh, while walking her dog, another dog, near a golf course in the gated community of Sea Pines in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Witnesses said Klein was attempting to protect her dog when an alligator pulled her into a lagoon. The dog was unharmed. 
I know it's sad that a person died, but I'm really glad the dog was okay. Okay, we have just the 2020. So it looks like there's maybe like 10 of these guys, okay? Um, Cynthia, Cynthia Covert was the first person to die in the 2020s. Uh, she was 58 years old. She died on May 1st, 2020. The victim was pulled under the water and drowned by an alligator in a pond behind her home in Salt Cedar Lane, Kiwa Island, South Carolina. Yeah, damn. In your backyard. That's sad. Timothy Satterley was 71 years old. Uh, this victim was attacked in the floodwaters of Hurricane Ida near the city of Slidell, Louisiana, which is just across from a Lake Ponchara train from New Orleans. The attack was witnessed by the victim's wife, who said the alligator bit his arm off. Jesus. A 12-foot-long alligator believed to have attacked Satterley was captured and killed on September 13, 2021. Human remains were found in its stomach. Although Louisiana, like Florida, has approximately 1.5 million alligators, this was Louisiana's only known fatal alligator attack. Wow. Um, the victim was attacked on August 30th, 2021. And yeah, the, the uh, alligator was destroyed the next month, about 14, about two weeks later. Yeah. That's a crazy story. I had, I'd never heard of that one before. Hurricane Ida. Yeah, I remember that one. Hmm. Let's read, let's see if we can find, um, let's see if we can't find a news article to read, because that's, that's quite interesting, that story. It's from CBS, um, September 14th, 2021. So this would have been the day after the crocodile was, or the alligator, sorry, was, was, um, eaten. Can I read this article or do I have to pay for it? I'm not going to pay for it until more of you guys get on the Patreon. All right. I've got to turn my ad blocker off. Let's do that. Let me pause the recording. This is quite boring. Okay, thanks to the magic of podcasting, uh, I've done that now. That was a fucking process to do. Ad blocker is off and I can read the article. Thanks, CBS. Um, yeah, like I said, this is reported the day after I think the cro the alligator, damn it, was destroyed. A 12-foot-long alligator believed to have attacked a Louisiana man in Hurricane Ida floodwaters two weeks ago was captured and killed on Monday and authorities found human remains in its stomach. The, the St. Tam, uh, Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office said the parish coroner's office was working with investigators to determine if the remains were those of Timothy Satterley, 71, who has been missing since August 30. The sheriff's office said the gator captured on Monday weighed a startling 504 pounds. Hurricane Ida has caused widespread flooding and knocked out electricity and phone services in parts of South Louisiana when it came ashore August 29th. Satterley was attacked outside his home, which was surrounded by floodwaters in the New Orleans suburb of Slidell on the north shore of, Har of Lake Pontchartrain. Authorities said Satterley's wife heard a splash and then walked outside their home to see the alligator attacking her husband. She managed to pull her severely injured husband to the steps of their home. She used a small boat to reach a higher ground to get help, but when she and the deputies returned to the house, Satterley was gone. That's, that's brutal, man. Jeez, what a nightmare. Sheriff's deputies were joined by federal and state wildlife agents in the search for the alligator. A trap set by alligator hunters captured the animal Monday morning. Sam Tammany Sheriff Randy Smith said multiple agencies, including the fisheries and wildlife agents, Louisiana search and rescue agents with their cadaver dogs, and the licensed hunters assisted with the search and capture of the alligator. This is a horrible tragedy, and my sincere condolences and sympathy go to the Satterley family, Smith said. I know today's findings does not bring their loved one back, but hopefully this can bring them some sort of closure. I'm very proud of the hard nonstop work of my deputies and all the other agencies who assisted. And I hope their persistence in finding this alligator will help the family with coping with their loss. That is a, that's a tragic story. That's a nightmare. Imagine like your home is flooding because of a fucking hurricane named Ida, by the way, name your hurricanes better America. And, um, you hear a splash you see your husband's been attacked by an alligator. You pull them out of the water. You go to get help. And since you leave, the alligator comes back on land to higher ground and pulls him away. Ah, uh, that's terrible. That's a sad one. That's got to be up there. Um, all right, let's keep going. Sean McGuinness was 47 years old when he died on May 31st, 2022. 
The victim was attacked while trying to retrieve frisbee golf sticks in the lane. Well, you shouldn't be playing frisbee golf, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> weird, weird hatred of frisbee golf there. Um, the victim was attacked while trying to retrieve frisbee golf stick dicks dicks, discs, Jesus, in the lake at John S. Taylor Park in Largo in Florida. Police believed McGinnis had entered the lake during nighttime hours, as his body did not appear to have been in the lake for a long period when a person walking the dog discovered it along the shoreline with its arm torn off at 8am. Yeek. Michael Burstein, 75 years old, was killed on June 24th, 2022. The victim was dragged into a pond in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The victim's body was recovered later and a subsequent post-mortem established that Mr. Burstein drowned. On July 15th, 2022, Rose Marie Weigand, who was 80 years old, died. The victim fell into a pond along a golf course in Inglewood in Florida and was attacked by two alligators. Nancy Becker died on August 15th, 2022, at the age of 88. The victim was in her backyard in a gated Sun City community in Bluffton, South Carolina, and was attacked by a nearly 10-foot-long alligator. The victim's body was found being guarded by the alligator and was later recovered. Yikes, we have three more on this list, uh, and all of them this year. So, oh, sorry, all of them last year. I forgot what year it is. Uh, we don't have any from this year, which is great. Gloria Serge, or Serge, was 85. Um, the victim was walking her dog next to a pond at the Spanish Lakes Fairways Retirement Community in Fort Pierce, Florida. The alligator first attacked the dog, and when the woman tried to save the dog, she too was attacked. The dog survived. Uh, this attack happened on February 20th, 2023. The next one occurred in July of that same year, July 4th. Holly Jenkins, 69 years old. The victim was attacked and killed by an alligator as she was walking her dogs in her neighborhood of Spanish Wells Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. First responders were not immediately able to reach the victim because the alligator had crawled out of the water and was guarding her body. And the final victim on our list for today, Sabrina Peckham, who was 41 years old, died on September 23rd, 2023. Peckham's body was found in an irrigation canal in Largo, Florida, when a witness spotted a 14-foot-long alligator with a human torso clenched in its jaws. Peckham was homeless and only two months prior had been arrested for trespassing on wetland property less than a mile from where her body was found. And there you go, gang. A smaller than we're used to list, but still very dynamic and interesting. Uh, that is the list of uh, fatal alligator attacks in the United States. As we predicted, the closer we get to modern times, the more and more attacks there are. And unfortunately, there will be attacks recorded this year. Uh, it's just uh, unavoidable when humans and animals live as closely as they do um, in places like Florida and South Carolina and Louisiana and Texas. Um, alligators live in backyards in some in some areas of those states uh and yeah unfortunately when you have dangerous animals like us and dangerous animals like them and we live on top of each other uh altercations are going to happen people are going to get drunk and fall into ponds alligators are going to get confused and attack uh a lot of alligator attacks seem to be defensive like that guy who just jumped in to and was like harassing the crocodile the alligators but um nonetheless it is sad when it does happen uh and it is sad of course when the alligators get destroyed as well but it is what it is. That should be the tagline for this show. Man eaten by leopard. It is what it is. Let's take a break, guys. Uh, we'll come back for the rest of our episode in just a short minute. If you hear an ad, make sure you buy something because I get kickbacks on that, I think. Yeah. Anyway, take it easy. Go do a wee. when we're back did you have a good break what did you do did i bet you just statistically and this is a little crass uh i'm guessing one of you had to have taken a shit in that time surely right like i didn't i can assure you i didn't i'm bogged up buddy but like there's like hundreds of you listening to this episode like in that little break during potentially the ads or the little music that you heard someone dropped a log for sure it's kind of gross and, and by the way, we know who it is. You're not going to get away with it, Barry. You fucking shitter. All right, let's get out. Let's move on to uh, the next segment of the day. We're calling this one the Scratch of the Day. 
of course, the segment of the show where we look at uh, wild animal attacks that have occurred in the news in recent days and weeks. And we just we just read them out and we learn about them together live. And I just had a really quick uh, look and there's some really interesting ones. It's been a while since we've done this, so there's some good stuff. Uh, but these are all quite recent. This one, the headline reads... Elephant Hell Ride. Brutal moment. A giant 2,500 kilogram elephant slams a tourist into the ground, leaving her with horrific injuries. And there is a video, and uh, we are going to watch that now. Let's see. I hope you can hear this. It says, uh, warning. Warning, sir. Contains scenes some viewers might find distressing. I'm going to pick the microphone up and hopefully not detach the cable like I did a few weeks ago. Here we go. You can listen to this now. Oh, wow, it's just some creepy music. All right, there's no... Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God, he spins her around. Oh, no. Damn. All right, well... <laughs> I thought you were going to get, like, the raw, unadulterated, unedited video, but no, unfortunately, it's, like, weird true crime music <laughs> over the top of this grainy footage. I'll explain to you what happened after we read the, uh, the article. So, uh... Here we go. This is the horrifying moment when a massive Indian elephant swings a female tourist around by its trunk before slamming her to the floor. The woman was left with a badly mangled and broken leg in the chilling attack by the 2,500 kilogram beast as onlookers watched on in disbelief. A second person was also brutally thrown over eight feet to the ground as they rode on the angered elephant's back. The female tourist, believed to be a Russian lady, was helping others get on the elephant for a traditional ride as she was grabbed and violently swung around. Chilling CCTV footage from Almar Fort in Jaipur, India, shows the terrifying moment as it unfolds. The woman was held up in the air for a few seconds as the elephant, named Guri, quickly starts spinning almost 365 degrees, knocking over nearby onlookers. A second tourist, who was already on the female elephant's back when she kicked off, was also left injured. They were thrown to the ground, falling onto the hard concrete floor. A clearly startled Guri then walks away from the stricken tourists and leaves the courtyard as people rush to help those in agony. The elephant, also known as Number 86, has been labelled a gentle giant by Peter before, despite her troubled past. Guri, who was seen wearing a red cloak and saddle for tourists, first attacked a shopkeeper back in October of 2022. He suffered a horrific leg break and snapped his ribs, according to a Times of India report. Peter has now called for Guri to be permanently moved to a sanctuary designed to help her recover from her aggressive tendencies. The animal rights groups say that she should be allowed to recover from the mental trauma of a lifetime of enslavement. Peter, Senior Vice President of International Affairs, Purva Joshpura, said, Elephants who have spent years being chained, bullied, and threatened with weapons are known to run amok, lashing out in fear and frustration. Despite being a known danger, Guri continues to be used to carry tourists at Amora Fort. Authorities must wake up and send her to a sanctuary and replace the use of elephants with beautifully decorated electric vehicles. In the meantime, tourists need to vote with their wallets and not support this abuse. Um, there's a little bit more about elephant attacks. I might read a little bit of it. Uh, let's see. Although they are herbivores and rarely attack humans, some elephants can see red if they're startled, injured, or in fear. Video captured previously has shown one wild elephant trampling a helpless monk to death after charging him. Horror footage shows Jaron Suksing, 66 years old, looking around to see the crazed male elephant coming towards him as he desperately looks to escape. But the elephant's 20-inch-long ivory tusks caught Jaron before it stamped on him as he laid on the ground screaming for help. A second attack shows a distressed elephant killing his trainer before goring several worshippers at an Indian festival. The chilling clip taken from Kelara shows the beast attacking one person before causing mayhem at the religious event as it goes on to attack another animal. Another terrifying moment caught on camera saw a four-ton elephant attacking a woman in India after she teased it with a banana. She holds the banana up towards the elephant's mouth before suddenly pulling back, angering the beast. 
The elephant moves closer and, unbeknownst to the woman, readies for the attack before sharply slamming the woman into a tree full force. A truly barbaric attack last year, a man was disemboweled and trampled to death by an elephant in Kenya. Yeah, we've talked, we did talk about that one, I remember. His name was Charles Mutsaya. He was 73 years old, brutally killed while tending to his farm one morning in December. Yeah, there's a lot more, there's so many instances of elephants killing people. This is one of those times where I unfortunately have to agree with Peter. Um, Asian elephants are incredibly intelligent animals, and we've known for a long time that uh, it is cruel to to do these elephant rides that you see, these traditional, quote-unquote, traditional Indian elephant rides. I'm going to throw my parents under the bus here a little bit. My parents, on their honeymoon, I believe, um, they went on a on an elephant ride. This is a long time ago, and I don't think it was as well understood that it was not fun for the elephants. I think a lot of people back then were like, well, you can ride a horse, you can ride a camel, why can't you ride an elephant? Um, yeah, elephants aren't built to be ridden. No animal's really built to be ridden, but somehow horses' backs are, like, kind of pretty good for it. But elephants are different, especially when they put, like, they put, like, a whole little house on top of them sometimes, like a little cabin, little carriage, um, and they put multiple people on the back of the elephant. Um, they don't like it. And they do get treated quite poorly in a lot of places. I really do think the only times that um, people should be seeing these animals up close are in, um, yeah, animal sanctuaries or zoos. Zoos, like, like good zoos, though, like Taronga Zoo in Sydney. There's elephants there. You can go up and pat the elephant. And they look after them really well because it's a education program as well as a breeding program as well because they are an endangered animal. Um, yeah, terrible. Sad that that happened to that woman, but also not completely surprising when you climb up on top of a massive animal and annoy it. Um, yeah, I think it was just confused. It grabbed her, it swung her around, and it broke her leg. She's lucky she didn't die. Um, hopefully the elephant is taken to a sanctuary. I, I agree with Peter on that one. All right, the next headline reads, Animal attack reported on Monteith Avenue in Hyde Park. Uh, this is from WLT, WLWT5. Okay, a local uh, local story. Okay, from Cincinnati, I believe. Um, oh, what? Is it a video? I don't want to watch a video. Hmm. All right, well, let's see if the video is any good. This currently is a weather report. The timeline for today is a local school levy. That threat, Andy, so let's get right to you with a severe weather change, severe storm. This is just a weather report. <laughs> Why? A court date for the Liberty... There's a... What? Right now, please have not... American news is so crazy. A trace amount of THC metabolite... And All right, I, I can't find it. It's, this is... They've linked the wrong video to the story, it looks like. Uh, <laughs> all right, whatever. Okay, we're not going to read that one then. Let's move on to the next one. We're back to India, I believe. Yeah, okay. 18-month-old... Oh, this is a sad one. All right. Um, yikes. All right. This is your red flag warning that a child is going to be talked about. I should have done that at the beginning of the whole episode. Sorry. Um, but yeah, this is going to be... Uh, yeah a story about a young girl being eaten by dogs. So skip forward a few minutes if you don't want to hear that. Okay, an 18-month-old girl was mauled to death by stray dogs in Delhi. The family demands action against dog feeders. In a tragic incident, a one-and-a-half-year-old girl was mauled to death by a pack of stray dogs in Tugla Lane in Delhi on Saturday evening, informed the police officials. The family has demanded an action against dog feeders, claiming this was not the first such incident in the area. Oh, wow. Um, yes, the one-and-a-half-year-old girl died in a brutal attack by a pack of stray dogs. Uh, the infant got her injuries to her face and legs in the animal attack. As per the information, the infant was sitting outside her home when three, four, three to four dogs mauled her to death. The family alleged that the animal dragged the girl for 100 to 150 meters. She suffered serious injuries after at least three stray dogs attacked her. As soon as the girl's screams grew louder, her family came to her rescue. They chased the dogs away and rushed the girl to the hospital. However, the doctors declared her dead. Her body was handed over to the family after the autopsy. Around 6pm, four to five stray dogs suddenly attacked our child, dragged her for 100 to 150 metres and mauled her, said Ravi, the victim's uncle, while adding that this was not the first stray dog attack in the area. These same dogs attacked children playing outside their homes. They also attacked cats and chickens, he said further. 
We are poor people. When we tried to stop those who feed the dogs, they threatened us with a police complaint, he alleged. The incident has triggered a police investigation into the matter. The growing attacks on pedestrians, especially children by canines, have caused panic and raised concern among civil authorities. Due to such incidents, animal lovers who feed the strays have also come under fire. Yeah, that's sad. The dog attacks are not limited to the national capital either, but the whole nation is witnessing a number of such attacks. This has caused agitation against the civic body's alleged inaction, and locals resorting to illegal ways to protect themselves from the dogs. In one such case, as many as 20 stray dogs were gunned down in a district of India. The police filed a complaint in the matter whilst instigating a probe to nab those involved with a ruthless killing of the dogs. Meanwhile, in a fresh incident, six canines, including one German shepherd, two Labradors, and one stray dog, died in the same manner. The locals and police suspected, suspected in the area uh, that the canines were poisoned to death by an unidentified miscreant. Police have launched a probe and are looking into the matter. That's a hard one. That's a really difficult one. I, it, that sucks. It's hard to judge people because... On one hand, I love animals. I, lo I fucking love dogs. I love dogs more than people. But it's hard when you're living around... You don't want your kids to be eaten by dogs. And if no one's doing anything to get rid of the dogs, like, what else do you do? That's hard. That's a hard one. I'm not going to cast any judgments there on what was happened, even though my gut says don't poison dogs, don't shoot dogs. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be too judgmental on people just trying to... Poor people trying to just, like, live their lives. Okay. Well, that's going to do the Scratch of the Day episode. But we do have another segment coming up now. Well, we used to call it the Wacky Weirdo of the Week. But that was a little bit too fun of a name for, like, these idiots. The whole point of this segment is to point out, like, a complete douchebag or a moron who does something stupid with an animal. Um, but, the, again, this one's sad. It's more, it just more than often ends up being, like, animal cruelty. So we're, we're going to call it... It's not going to be called the the weird wacko of the week. It's going to be called, like, the... um, Yeah. We're going to call him the wanker of the week. How about that? Same, same theme song, then. I'm not finding another song. Play the song. So our fucking wanker of the week is a man from Dunn. A Dunn man faces felony charges for kicking and stomping a dog. A man in Hartnett County was arrested on Thursday for animal cruelty after allegedly kicking and stomping on a dog. This was reported yesterday. A man in Hartnett County was arrested on Thursday for animal cruelty after allegedly kicking and stomping on a dog. Police responded to a call of animal abuse at a residence in Dunn and found Enoch Enoch Broadnax. What a shit name. Enoch, it's actually pretty cool. Enoch Broadnax, 28 years old. According to warrants, Broadnax kicked and stomped a dog in the face and head, causing bruising, bleeding, and trauma. Broadnax was arrested and charged with felony cruelty to animals. Police police seized six dogs and a veterinarian treated the injured dog which is recovering that's good Brodnax received a $10,000 bond and appeared in court on Friday that's all there is Enoch Brodnax you piece of shit if he has social media can we like just not dox him but can we just like be mean to him can we bully him if he has X can you guys bully him is it legal for me to ask you guys to do that no but if you do it what are they going to do? He's in jail. He kicked a dog. All right. <laughs> okay. That was a short one, but that's going to do it for our episode today. Thank you so much for listening and joining us. Uh, I would like to give a quick shout out to all the wonderful humans who messaged me throughout the week from all over the world, from Arizona, from Sweden, all over the shop. Um, lots of requests coming through for different types of episodes. I'm going to try to get back to you as soon as I can um, and make those episodes happen. Real quick update, I did ask some people to follow me on Patreon last week, did get a new Patreon follower, uh, Seb, thank you very much. I'm going to give you your acrostic poem and tell you what animal you look like over on Patreon this week. Uh, and speaking of Patreon, you guys might be asking, what, what happened to Men in the Movies? Where you would listen or you'd watch a movie and would do that. I have now decided that Patreon is going to be the exclusive home of Man Eater Movies. So if you want to listen to, uh, we might even do some watch-alongs. I wonder if that's allowed. I might watch a movie and w w <laughs> let's watch a movie that I know is available. There's a movie called Buffalo Rider. Uh, it's on YouTube, so we can just watch it there. I'm going to watch that and react to that movie or at least parts of it um, on Patreon at some point in the next few weeks. So if you want to see that, 
uh, head over there, head over to Patreon and we can do that. Patreon.com slash man. It is, is the place to go. Of course, you can do all those social media bullshits for me. Follow me on Instagram at man. It is podcast at Jimothy chaps. Uh, we have a Facebook, but no one really uses Facebook anymore. We do have a website, www.manitispod.com where you can buy your own man. It is merch, help support the show. That's really the best two ways to do it. Well, the best way to do it is just to listen and tell your friends about the show. That's the best way to do it. The second best way is to go buy some merch on the website and then another equal tide for second best thing is to go to patreon and support us there too um thank you so much for your time we're gonna be back next week with a brand new episode i hope you have a safe and productive week and as always folks please for the love of god stay safe out there because as we've learned it's a jungle out there oh i made you wait for it that time okay bye Ugh.